following is a production of Dirty Mo Media. And now, your starting lineup for Dirty Mo Doe. Up first from the great state of Ohio, he's the degenerate of the group who bets on anything he watches, the Chopper. Next, he's from the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, the man who does the real work crunching the numbers, the Professor. And last, hailing all the way from Maine, the crew chief of this misfit bunch, Steve Latar. Oh boy, two smiling faces on the computer, and I'm a little concerned. I'm your host, Steve Latart. This is another episode of Dirty Mo Doe, the professor in studio with the chopper. I'm on the road, family vacation in Europe, currently in London. I'm a little worried. Chopped in the hot seat. Chop, how's that seat feel? I mean, you're in the host seat. It's heavy. This is a hot seat. <laughs> I don't know how you do it. I feel like talking more today, just being in the seat. Uh, <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. I just got off, guys. I just got off a black cab tour of London. My man Mark took me all around. We saw the Tower of London, which isn't a tower. We saw London Bridge, which isn't the fancy bridge. That's Tower Bridge. Really, my mind was blown. It was all my brain could handle, but it was impressive. It's a London Bridge falling down. <laughs> Terrible dad joke. Terrible dad joke. Oh, come on. Oh, your boys would have laughed. All right, so look, I mean, should we even review last week? Last week was the greatest day in racing, not the greatest day in betting. Uh, we had Verstappen won as predicted in the streets of Monaco. Joseph Newgarden was not predicted. I would actually call him a surprise winner out of Team Penske at the Indy 500. And then the Coke 600, I would also say not really predicted. Ryan Blaney gets his breakthrough win. Team Penske sweeps the company IndyCar race chop. We won't get into too many details, but how many were you down? 18 total. 17 in the winners. It's the first winner we missed since our buddy Ricky. The old uh, hook to the right rear took care of half of my bets. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Wish he'd be suspended for the season. You know, he gets a, he gets a suspension and I lose money. That's just like <laughs> bullshit to me. <laughs> I'm sorry, Denny has a sore neck, but what about my money? <laughs> <laughs> oh, for those that haven't heard, uh, Denny Hamlin, Kyle Larson, uh, excuse me, Denny Hamlin and Chase Elliott got together. Chase hooked Denny. Then Chase got suspended. Um, so it was a big, it was a big situation in the NASCAR race. Um, 18. So you're still up for the year though, right? About 45. We got three out of six, uh, head to heads. We had solid top tens until Gibbs crapped out. Our man, Ricky covered top 10, which was good. I can't even blame Gibbs. Gibbs in a group that would have been good. I mean, I can't blame Gibbs though. I mean, he got him somebody else. Like he actually did fine. He had a great day going. He's 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 had a great season going. I mean, he's there every week. I mean, it's in the top ten run. Well, we're gonna. Oh, they're great. The professor, super quiet over here. You're gonna get your turn there, professor. Don't you worry. We're gonna look at the predictor before real quick on social. Bob Artest. He had three Caesar tickets, and I like this. He sent me the picture of the tickets. Uh, he had, let's see, Bubba Wallace in a matchup at Chase Elliott. That's a winner. He had Joseph Newgarden at 14 to 1. Great bet there. Uh, and he had Ricky Stenhouse, top 10. Ricky Stenhouse, once again, cash. So that's a great ticket. Um, I have another one here. I'm not going to talk about the poor soul who lost his three way parlay. He had Verstappen, Newgarden, and William Byron, one spot Ooh. short. That's a real, that's Ouch. a real, that, that was a stinger. Uh, and then Dan on Twitter, he had Blaney to win. So Blaney to win. Yeah. Have been the only one. I think he was the only one. All right. So let's just jump. We're going to, we're going to, oh, wait, wait. Let's have a little bracket update first of all. What yeah. we got, Professor? Two weeks left in the bracket? We have two weeks left. So here's where it is Chop has 200 points and all his drivers are on the bench. He can't, they're all been eliminated, oh, nothing God. to improve. Travis is 220 points, and all his drivers are on the bench. He can't. I, I, I can't lose, though. I can't. Ooh. Ooh, can I lose? Oh, yeah, you can lose. And then the professor and professor and myself got 180, but we still got drivers in play. So if we get who the we next round, Travis, who do we, who do we got? I don't know for sure, but I want to say you both have Byron still left. 
Who's he got this week? He's up against Bowman. Oh, that's an easy win. <laughs> Perfect. Woo! Just Rick Allen yourself. You <laughs> just Rick Allen the <laughs> out of us. Why did you Who take you him have? down with you? Maybe. Huh? Are you with me? Are we the same? I don't know. The only favorite that's still left is, is Byron. I bet most of the brackets are dead. In our one, our other group that we have with 25 guys in it, there's only the guy, there's one guy that's got Byron. Everybody else is out. Yeah, the drivers left are Kozlowski versus Bubba and then Byron versus Bowman. Yeah, nobody had that except for Byron. I think I had Byron. Way to go. You just Rick Allen me. Yeah, love it. Well, who do you have? I bet you have the same thing. He's got to. I do. That's why you Rick Allen me. <laughs> well, both of us. What was the bet for again? We remember? A loser buys dinner. Ooh. Ooh. Well, the good news is if you Rick Allen me, oh, at least oh, Russell's getting half the bill. Yes. <laughs> Oh boy! All right, all right. Let's get this show on the road. Let's start. Hold, looking hold on. Ahead. Let's... Hold on a second. We forgot oh, one thing. We forgot our award to give out. Oh, this is the inaugural lawn chair award. Well, yes. no, the inaugural went to the whole field. This is the first time we're going to give it to one specific person. There is a few in the running, though. There's only one. <laughs> you have the floor, sir. Our most popular driver chose to take out. The guy that should have won the race. And I, I call him the lawn chair for wrecking, the, wrecking my whole sheet, basically, <laughs> single-handedly. Maybe he'll send me some cash in the mail. I don't know. I feel So awful. with that, Chase Elliott wins the lawn chair award. Um, and the good news, though, is you can't win it two weeks in a row because he won't be in the race this week. There you go. <laughs> Time off. Maybe he can go snowboarding again. His award for the lawn chair was you don't have to go to St. Louis. Yeah, he could use the lawn chair this week. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> he's gonna be in his lawn chair. <laughs> yeah, That's he pulled up. He pulled up half the field. Or the ones that mattered to me, anyway. Oh, all right. The inaugural. Well, the inaugural went to the host. So the first single lawn chair goes to the most popular driver, Chase Elliott. Anybody that wants to tweet, they could tweet directly at Chopper if they disagree with that. Fire, fire, I Chopper. Think he's be less popular after that, though. I saw that sixty-five percent in Claire B's. Twitter poll said that he should have been suspended, which surprised me. I thought that all the Elliott people would come out in defense of him, but apparently there's more people that was reason than than I thought. <laughs> oh boy, oh boy! All right, well the time changed. These boys are still a little slow. Nine thirty-nine where they are. I'm I'm in the middle of the afternoon over here across the pond. Uh, so shall we move forward to St. Louis? Please. Second trip there, right, Professor? What did they call Second St. One? Louis, the Illinois Three Hundred. This is technically in Illinois. The track is technically in Illinois across the river. Hmm. So why do they call it St. Louis? Because that's the closest major city. Man, you would think a statistician could get this accurate. Well, it's, it's just like we call Miami, Miami. It's technically in Homestead, right? Yeah, but it's at least in damn Florida. But they're not calling, <laughs> they're not calling it the Homestead for They're called the Illinois well, that's the state it's in. I mean, that's, I don't know. It's awful. All right, so it's an interesting racetrack, though. Only the second trip there. Um, it's kind of a flat, oddly shaped track. You shifted here even before sequential shifting because it's it's big, long, flat corners, crazy looking. It's really like a big Martinsville, wouldn't you call it? I mean, Professor, like from the sky. I, like, yeah, it's, but it's more, I would say it's, aren't the ends a little different, too? Yes, it's almost like a flat so, Darlington, maybe you could right. call it. Yeah, because it's it's one it's one and a quarter miles, so it's it's in that same size range. All right. Well, before we talk bets, we're going to have to go to the predictor app. Let's hear it, Professor. Yeah, this is going to be a big surprise for everybody. I think this is the first week the that we'll have a big surprise. I have Ryan Blaney at the top. Then we got Truex second, Logano third. Larson fourth and William Byron fifth. Why categorize them? Group them. How do they look by groups? Is are they all split up pretty even? Um, Blaney's pretty a pretty big favorite. Twenty honestly. points. Well, ten. ten yeah, sorry, ten, ten point favorite. And, and it's because we, we relate this track to New Hampshire and Phoenix, right? And so Blaney's been really good, good there. Like he was second at Phoenix the last two races. 
Blaney was fourth at Gateway last year. He he was in the top 10 most of the race. Um, then he was the second average on lap time last year in this race. That's incorporated into that. And then he's just been good this year. Like, although he didn't, he didn't win, this was his first win last week. He's been really good this year. So let's talk so, about the race last year. Who won? Who was good? So this race last year, what sticks out the most is going to be, this is where the Denny and, and Ross feud really ramped up. This is where um, d- actually Denny and Chase both got Ross Chastain last year here. And this is where Denny, you know, just slowed Ross down. Remember where he just like kept moving back and forth on the backstretch. This but is basically Joe- where Actions Detrimental was born from. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And, and it's interesting that Chase and Denny were involved in this crash this weekend because this is they were on the same team at Gateway last year. Um, but Joey Logano won in overtime, passing overtime over Kyle Busch. So um, that was – Where was Blaney last year? There? He was fourth. So it's interesting because the Fords were good at this style of track, breaking, shifting, you know, Phoenix, Richmond – short tracks, but the Fords were good last week. Like, I didn't see that coming at the mile and a half. They obviously made some sort of gain. So whatever gain they made at the big tracks, I think will only carry forward. Besides Blaney, what yeah, the Ford was good? Keselowski was good last week. Harvick was good for a while. So, okay, no, wait, wait, Chop has a point. I shouldn't just say the Fords because they weren't all good. But the good Fords were better than the good Fords normally are. The, the, how about that? Like, normally the best Fords, like, fifth. This time, there was a couple that drove up inside the top five or six for a lot of the day. Even Busher was good last week, too. Yeah. All right, well, let's talk about it then. If Blaney's the top of your list, he's not the top of the odds. Currently, the favorite to win, Kyle Larson, five to one. William Byron, seven to one. Uh, Truex, you can get double digits. Hamlin, double digits. Bell, Bush, Chastain, Blaney, all the way down at 12 to one. Yeah, but look, okay, so let's take Larson. Start at the top, five to one. He's the favorite. Trekker or Wrecker Larson? So so Hendrick struggled here last year. Their, their best finish was 12th in this race last year. Didn't lead any laps. 12th was Larson. Um, but he had, you know, 13th place speed last year there. He, he, he struggles at New Hampshire. He's pretty good at, at, at Phoenix. But, like, when you look at his season, he has four top two finishes with two wins. But then he has nine finishes of 14th or worse. And six of those were 29th or worse. So I just he can't he can't be trusted for me. No, it's hard to well, it's hard to throw him out though. I mean, yeah, but are you gonna? I don't I don't know. I I I think you get he he's got to be a hedge bet. I mean, you have to get five to one. You know, some weeks you're getting three three fifty to one. Yeah, you know, I feel like you got to have him to cover to cover the other guys because if he's hot, you ain't gonna mm-hmm. beat him. Right. You know, if he's but. So stuff. Do you like him or or Byron better? Byron's more consistent for sure. Yep. Yep. A little better odds. I don't know. He struggled at Gateway last year too. I don't know that it's that it changes this year to last year, but that that was this was a struggle place for him last year. Well, it was all a Hendrick. All a Hendrick struggled. Yeah. But he won Phoenix this year. So. Yeah, but here's the difference. Hendrick Motorsports doesn't give a about Phoenix Gateway. Gateway is a race in the middle of June that doesn't matter. Phoenix matters. Phoenix, they hand out the big trophy. So while they are similar, they are not the same at all. You know, so I believe that while Mr. Hendrick doesn't like struggling anywhere, you know, I got Garage 56, we got some executives over in France, we got a big distraction going on, we got Chase Elliott out of the car. I, I mean, you know, look, there's no guarantees, but I, I mean, I don't know why Hendrick all of a sudden would be good at Gateway. Um, so is this you know a I mean? fade Hendrick weekend? Did you just say that? Nope. Okay. Didn't say that, but I don't think I would bet him. But I wouldn't fade him, as we've described yeah, multiple times. A, if there was a week to step back from them. That's it. This isn't a fade. This is called, you ever do the electric slide? We are shuffling back right now. This is left foot back. This is the Hendrick <laughs> left foot back. We're not fading them, but we're we are definitely sliding off the. Hen- We're going to slowly step off the Hendrick float. 
All right, well, then this moves right into Joe Gibbs Racing. Truex, Hamlin, Bell lined up three in a row, 10 to 1, 10 to 1, 10 to 1, basically. Yeah, I like them all. I like okay, them all. so, Professor, let's Truex review second. how betting works. You can't bet all, all 39, six guys, seven guys. I mean, you could, I guess. Well, you but the winner. <laughs> you'd never miss a winner. <laughs> all right, so seriously, you like them all. Talk to me. Truex, Hamlin, Bell, the stage is yours. Yeah, Truex was, he had top five speed last year at Gateway. He's, you know, he's good at this style of track. He's been consistent the last seven weeks. He's been really consistent. So that that's where I stand on him. Um, Denny last year, we can't really talk about him there last year because he got chastained. How was he before he got chastained? He was, he was good. He was good. He finished Do fourth in think, the first stage. I got a real question, though. Do we think this is a more an emotional style question? Do we think Danny after being right rear hooked and being so vocal, do you think that affects his performance on Sunday? Do you think he's more fired up to prove something? Do you think it's a distraction? You know what I'm saying, Chuck? Validated, though. He got validated. You know, when NASCAR came out and suspended him, his, you know, he was on that from the get-go, and he got validated, which probably surprised him, frankly. I mean, they're never lining up in his camp. So for that reason, I, I don't think this is motivation. I think if they wouldn't have suspended Chase, right. I think Danny would have gone out there hair on fire to whip everyone's ass, right? Yeah. yeah. And now I'm kind of like, I think, I hate to say it's a non-issue because if you're a Chase Elliott fan, it's a big issue. But to your point, Chop, when the suspension came down, the book closed for, for DH. I don't think this is going to carry with any sort of momentum. Yeah. I mean, Truex has been the consistent one for sure. Yeah. What's his last seven weeks been? Give me some Truex finishes. He was seventh at Bristol Dirt, third at Martinsville. Accident at Talladega, actually running decent. One at Dover, eighth at Kansas. Had that accident at Darlington after leading 145 laps and third in the, in the 600. So if he's rolling, he's top 10. Hey, speaking of which, not to get sidetracked, I saw something on Instagram. If you bet Scotty Scheffler top 20 and keep pushing forward your bets, Chopper, He's, yeah. he's had like 14 top 20s in a row. Your $1 is worth like 40 grand or something if you just keep doubling your money. Wow. I was wondering if it was going to work for Truex, but you had the two accidents in there. That's where the circle back around. Don't eye roll me, professor. Just because you're in the studio, don't eye roll. Your Emmy's not behind you. I don't hear <laughs> your hand yet. yet. That was a definite squirrel moment right there. Oh, right there. That was, I felt like, was that you legal? I saw an eye roll. Was that you? <laughs> Hot rods with you this week. The hot rod is with me in our European vacation with our two kids. Um, so Truex is super consistent. Yep. Hamlin is a little like Bell, man. I, I mean, he kind of, I mean, a little like uh, uh, Larson. He finds himself in some messes. I know they're not his doing, but man, that guy can, that guy can find a wreck. Yep. How about Bell? Christopher Bell. Seems to be a quiet year. Well, he was really good early in the, these last couple of weeks. He's been 36th, 14th, and 24th. So, but he was he was good there last year, top 10, you know, throughout the race. Um, finished ninth, fell back a little bit, finished ninth. But this is his kind of track, I feel like, just for some reason, like this, hmm. this, you know, low banks, not real high speed oval. All right, well, let's keep going because I like talking to the favorites. Bush, Chastain, last week, winner Blaney. For sure, Blaney could go back to back. Yep. Um, Chastain, surely. So here's the thing. I hate to say this. I'm not betting. I'm not, I wouldn't suggest Chastain to win a race until he wins a race at an oval. I don't know how else to say it. He's in a lot of He's really, really fast. He always hits some Now I don't think he's hitting so much stuff. Now he's got mittens on which is probably needed. I'm not saying that as a negative. He probably does need to put his mittens on a little bit and maybe, maybe you know, calm some relationships. But the guy has won at one road course and one super speedway. That's factual. That's it. Like, I think he's one that you're, you're chop. You're probably going to miss the Chastain win, but I mean, you just can't keep throwing yeah. money. At him. It's kind of like the Blaney win, right? I mean, we, we were firing on Blaney for the first half and it just never was going to happen. And now that it happened, it probably, he might string him. Who knows? I actually think the emotional win is the guy right below Blaney. I feel like it's coming. I think Kevin Harvick at, at, at 13 to one, he, he, how do you run it? How do you run here last year? Give me some Harvick data. Harvick's going to win in his last year, right? He's just too, I don't know, man. It's the NASCAR. Yeah, he, he got, yeah. he was in, in an accident year. last year. 
Yeah. So, but but he was he ranked like it was like 15th on average speed. So we don't really know. Yeah. I, yeah. All right. Well, anything. Huh? He hasn't closed anything. He's, he seems to be up there every week, but never quite. No, he only out. closed them when I was a guy coughing them up. <laughs> <laughs> I did see the replay of that the other day. Oh, yeah, it's great. Thanks. It's really closer. It. What about Kyle Bush? Really special. Oh, I listen. I, I, I Kyle Bush isn't the question. The question is, does RCR have any idea what to put underneath them? So Reddick was good here in that car last year. I had Kyle Bush run at Darlington this year. Was seventh. Ran average running position of fifth. Does that change your mind? Well, just Bush was on fire early, but man, he's just kind of cooled off a little bit lately. He was good last week, though. But he wasn't winning good. They had practice this week, right? Practice qualified combo. Mm Mm-hmm. So you're definitely going to have to watch practice because that's going to really change a lot of this. Um, listen, I'm going to go ahead and be the first guy to tell that, that I used to fade Bubba, fade Bubba, fade Bubba. Bubba's become Mr. Consistent all of a sudden. Um, and you know what? I, I can't put one thing on it, but his maturity, I say maturity, it's him and Eric Amarola are shoving each other underneath the rain delay. Uh, but like, I don't know. Like, I think Bubba is is – Getting to the checkered. I know it sounds dumb to say, but right, he really has done a nice job. What's his average finish this year? That'd be close to top 10, right? No. no. The last four races, All-Star included, have been top 10. Yeah, the, he's actually been top five in the last three points races, plus second at the All-Star race. Um, and he won here in trucks, too. So, Ooh. Yeah. I don't see Reddick on that, but oh, there he's just above him. Yeah, at half at half the odds. Yeah. So All right. I don't know that I would take Reddick over Bubba at, for for half the money. I mean, that's the problem. Is next week is Reddick's week. Where Sonoma? Yeah. I, I mean, can't wait. That, to... last, that last road course, he just killed him. Briscoe, he's down here, man. Huge penalty on Briscoe. 250 grand. Six weeks for the crew chief. Whew. 120 points. Like he went from being on the bubble four points out to no chance. Like must win. Well, we haven't even got to the name of the week. He's his own conversation. So let's try to clean up all these wins. I'm going to skip them on purpose. Keselowski to win. All right, listen, are we taking any of these guys to win? I'm going to speak. I, li- I like Keselowski. I think that's a value bet. To win? Yes. He's been good. He's been really good. He's won there in Xfinity. He's been, he's had top 10 speed this year at Phoenix, Richmond, Darlington, all these smaller. So you're tracks. saying, you're saying at 30 to one, you're going to put, you're going to throw a half unit on it. Something like that. Yeah, I don't think he can be ignored. Well, like he's gonna win one of these. Like all right. he just had a mistake last week. In top ten for sure. I'm gonna start at the bottom and tell me the first guy, Yaley no, McLeod no, Dylan no, McDowell, Burton, Gilliland, Gregson, Hosevar, Haley, Dinger, Jones. I'm talking only for winning. Stenhouse, Sindrick, Dylan, Priest, none of these guys. Busher, Suarez, Gibbs. Gibbs is gonna win one this year. I, I think he's gonna win one. So I have to say that I don't oh – God, I hate to say it like this, but let me say it like this. I agree with the professor. There I said it. Um, I think if you're going to throw two long shots on the board, it's, it's Gibbs and Keselowski. There are your two long shots on the board. It, I don't consider Bubba a long shot, although you are getting Bubba long shot odds. Yeah. Um, you know, if you were going to say – I'm talking even a quarter unit, right? Like yeah. quarter unit on Gibbs, you'd get – Ten when times those, when you get those thirty and forty to ones, you know a quarter unit pays great. You know ten units, yep. so it's those are uh, if they have a chance, you know those make a lot of sense. But the simple fact is, is the predictor says, give it to me again. Top five, Blaney is a standout favorite. Then the next is a group together. These four drivers we're going to call equal. They are yeah, Truex, Logano, Larson, Byron. 
And remember that we've only had one race at this track. So the predictor is kind of a little confused on some of this. So it's, you know, we, we've waited, we've waited it more towards helping with Phoenix and New Hampshire to, to help give, you know, some of that track type information, um, give it a little more weight to it. Well, now let's talk some top tens because those are our winning talks. Well, let's talk top tens. And this is where this name comes in, filling in. For Chase Elliott is Corey LaJoy. He's been driving the seven Spire car. He's moving over to the nine. He's 35 to one to win the race. I don't like that bet. Um, okay, what's his realistic bet? He's 12 plus, plus 120 to be in the top 10. I, like I don't like it. Pull over him for that. I do. I, I you know, I, I don't <laughs> like it. I just don't like it. I thought that odds needed to be like, like in the Almirola Priest, like plus 190 numbers. Yeah. I think it's that pressure to win in his one shot or be successful, not win, but that's well, don't get me wrong. We're not, we're not going somewhere that Hendrick dominates, right? We're going somewhere they struggled last year. I mean, like, so, I mean, don't get me wrong. If this, if we were going to Dover where Hendrick ran one, two, three, four, I'd say like, yeah, okay. I believe, you know, I think Corey could drive it inside the top 10, but we're going to a track that I'm not sure Chase Elliott could run in the top 10, you know, like, I mean, just being honest, like he was just okay at the six. I mean, I know he got in his pissing contest with the 11, but if you, but you know, you heard Alan on the radio after that, bring it in here. Let me, let's see if we can fix this piece. Of and what he meant was that's how the car wasn't good. Like, yeah. um, all right. So, so LaJoy, I think we might look at him in some matchups, but I think we all agree at not plus 110 for a top 10. Let's talk about top 10s. Are we riding the Stenhouse train? Absolutely. He's plus. Is that right? Plus five hundred. That can't be right. No way. Travis, you're telling me we're going to get five to one on Stenhouse for a top ten. Last week we got what three fifty, I think, top ten. And I'm going to tell you, there's some other long two, shot top tens. Ooh, no way, it's five hundred. There's some other long shot top tens in there. Gillilin. Uh It's five hundred. Huh? All right. Well, that's a hammer bet. That's my pick my one unit bet. Oh, we're going to get to that because right now I'll give you a quick update. We're all minus a unit. Well done, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I almost won. Yeah. Dude, that's, that's me. I did. <laughs> I was the closest of anybody. Hey, you know what? I've been in a lot of sports books. I'm still looking for that line where you go get your money for almost winning. Because if that's the case, I'm good. <laughs> So long, long shots. You got to bet. Let's start at the bottom. Galling, yeah. no. Yaley, no. McDowell, Ty Dillon, McDowell, no. We agree oh, on that. With you last year, didn't I read he was leading like thirty laps last year? Yeah. So he here's just hasn't I think been the same though this year. I agreed. I'm going to start with this conversation and just see where we stand. McDowell at twelve to one. Burton twelve to one. Gilliland twelve to one. And Gregson twelve to one. McDowell's, I'm going to tell you, Gilliland is what McDowell's line has moved since this. Uh, he's now down to eight fifty. Well, I didn't like him at twelve. I definitely like him at eight fifty. Now this is all for top ten, right? Yeah, I think Gilliland at twelve to one. If I was going to bet a long shot top ten, I'm not even saying I would, but that would be How the one I would pick. How many top tens had this year? Gilliland probably two, maybe three, three. Three, but if you've taken it, if you'd have got 12 to one on every top 10, he's won three in the last 14 races, you're up 24 yeah. units. But look where he got those top 10s Coda, Bristol Dirt, and Talladega. I wouldn't take him here. All right. How about Haley? Next graph Haley and Almendinger. Almendinger's got Almendinger would be your, your one here. He, he finished top 10 there last year and, and had no practice. Remember, he he won the race in Portland the year the week the day before, and flew there. No practice, no qualifying. Started in the rear, finished top ten. I know, but their stuff is so bad. I mean, Haley last year had some really good highlights, and Haley and had no highlights this year, or way less. I mean, I think the I think the case is caught up with Colleg and Legacy. Neither of them impressed me. I like Stenhouse at five to one. Man, they're kind of short. Why do I feel like Priest or Almarola should be good here? 
Almirola is the one I got highlighted. He, All right, floor, was, floor is yours. He had the third best speed here last year. Um, finished fifth. Um, average running position was fifth here last year. Won at New Hampshire two years ago. Like, Okay, so Chop, let's talk mm-hmm. math. You get plus 190 for a top 10, plus 600 for a top five. Just take the top ten and hope to get hope to get it. That's a lot. That's a those are that's tough sledding from yeah. tenth to fifth. Yeah, it's, I know. It's going from a five handicap to a three handicap to a one handicap. It's significantly harder. What about fifty to, gets a shot? Fifty to one to win though. I don't know. This year just hasn't. There hasn't been nope. surprise winners, right? It's been the same guys. Ain't happening. I would pick Gibbs to win before I would pick him to win. I was thinking, oh, and Keselowski. I put Keselowski and right. Gibbs in front of Almarola. Yeah. So what about Keselowski for top 10? Yeah, every week for the rest of the year. Plus, well, I think he's plus 120. How many top 10s has he had? I mean, a ton. Almost every week. Plus 140, Professor. 140. I, see, I, see that, I see that you're trying to operate Chop's computer to move the yes. screen. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Chop, you just sit back. Just sit, you don't realize how much work that chair does. Just sit back, Chop. <laughs> this right here is the prisoners have taken over the prison. That's what this is right here. I think the uh, Kozlowski top 10, I'm going to bet that pretty much the rest of the year. Same with Ricky. Austin Dillon has had a ton of top 10s, I feel like. Yeah. What about Bubba? And Bubba, but now, now the odds have cut up with him. He's minus money. What, no, he's Bubba's still plus. Plus 120. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, minus 140 at Barstool. That's what I looked at. Uh, no, he's Bubba's moved to minus on Caesars, too, now. Yeah. Caught up with him. You know, I would bet Bubba in at even money in top 10. I don't think I'd pay any juice, though. What about going to the Gibbs well again for the top 10? Let's take a look. Oh, Gibbs, Gibbs yeah, for sure. Where's he at? You- 150? Oh, listen, I think right now you could write down that we're going to take Stenhouse, Keselowski, and Gibbs top team each week, top 10 each week. For sure. Do you want to hear my um, my Gibbs, Gibbs note this week that you're ready for? Well, you sure you want to give it? Normally you wait all the way to the end. Yeah, it's kind of early. He won an ARCA race there. Oh, Jesus, <laughs> primity. <laughs> well, knows how to win there. That doesn't even value a response. No response. I'll tell you, interesting, in in our bed sheet, I was looking at the, of course, the winners have been good, and the the head-to-heads are really good. We've hit four weeks in a row on head-to-heads. Well, let's talk about them then. Larson and Byron, Truex versus Hamlin, Bell versus Bush, Reddick versus Blaney, Chastain versus Harvick. There's got to be more. Are there more up yet, Travis? Well, I could tell you this. I love Truex. His consistency is just there. Um, I love Byron because his consistency is there and Larson's isn't. Let's just, I mean, let's just talk consistency, right? Yeah, We're not talking right. about who's going to outrun who, right? Just Larson's going to win the race finish. or Byron's going to outrun him, right? Byron. And finish, right? Byron's going to finish probably. Correct. I think Truex and Hamlin, same thing. Truex has been on a streak of finishing. Yep. If you look at the head-to-head tool for, for Larson and Byron, just starting last year, it is all green wow. for Byron. Wow. Well, speaking and, about him. And the beauty with this is, is Larson's the favorite because he has the firepower. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Byron just spent, I think that's another bet. You could take Byron against Larson every single week and just, and just the juice will make it work out. That's what I'm saying. Right. Like, I mean, that's what we talk about betting. Look. I love to see these people on social media, but let's have a real, let's have a little side conversation. Everybody who wants to be an, an expert, everybody wants to be an analyst because we got it wrong or we got it this. First of all, the, yeah, we got the, if we got the right every week, none of us would work. <laughs> I wouldn't work? be in the sport with the restriction of not being able to get bet in NASCAR. You know what I'd do? I'd bet NASCAR and not work if it was that easy. If I was guaranteed to get it right each and every week, I can assure you I wouldn't work every weekend. Like, right. I mean, come on. So now it comes down to a strategic play. Like it's, it's, it's almost like an investing type angle, right? Right. 
going back to, let's be clear, it's still entertainment. I've never heard Chop say, I hope this pays off because I want to go on vacation, right? <laughs> Basically, I mean, let's be honest. This is about the entertainment. So I believe you could take Byron against Larson every single week from now to the end of the year, and you'll be playing. This season alone, head-to-head, how many races have we run? We've run uh, 14. 14. I bet Larson has only outrun Byron four or five times. So he's a good analyst. Five yeah. times. That was a real stretch. Larson hasn't finished but more than four or five races. <laughs> Professor, do you have the stat of how many races in a row Denny finished on the lead lap that ended? He was yeah, talking about this we... week on the podcast. He didn't know the stat. Oh, though. wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. If you start bringing Hamlin stats that Hamlin said on this podcast, you're off our <laughs> podcast. You're out. New producer. Okay. Get your own Excel sheet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You're back. Last in. time. You're back. The in. last time he finished off the lead lap before this was um, Daytona, um, the cut race for the playoffs. Last Wait August. a second. Wait a second. Hold on. Danny Hanlon's been on the lead lap every race since last August. Yes, until until Chase Elliott got him. no DNFs. No. Wait a second. Right. The king of the lawn chairs. So wait, when Chopper was on his pedestal screaming about Denny Hamlin in the lawn chair. You're telling me he still couldn't get off the lead lap? Yeah, well, he would finish like the last guy lead on the lap lead. doesn't pay. I got to tell you, there was a bet to say, will he finish on the lead lap? <laughs> okay. Well, I haven't <laughs> found that bet yet. Travis, so, you're back. That's an awesome stat, Travis. You're back. I apologize. <laughs> Apology accepted. <sighs> All right. So we're taking Byron over Larson, come hell or high water. What's yeah. Truex Hamlin? This season head-to-head. Hold on a sec. 14 weeks head-to-head. Eight to six, Hamlin. I was going to put it dead 7-7, so. You said Truex and Hamlin? Yep. This year, they're eight to six, Truex. There you go. So that one's a wash, and the books are even. So we're going to, okay, so let's just, for conversation, say we're going to avoid that one. Bell and Bush. Boy, I don't even know what to make of that one. I think I like Kyle Busch this week. Yeah, Bell's going to outrun him this year, though. Bell's probably nine to five this year because Bush has had some issues. Eight to six this year. Okay. Bell's just fallen off, though, a little bit here. No, what is it about Bell? I don't know. Like, it, it was like him and Truex just switched. Didn't, he, didn't that happen last year, too, though? Didn't he start out well going to slump and then – No, here's what – oh, yeah, hot. And hot's an understatement. He showed up in the playoffs, and he was, like, scorching hot. Yeah. You know, yeah, the funny yeah, thing um, is about this is we kind of remember what you've done for me lately. Like, even as great as Bell is, he only has how many career wins? Like five? Four? Five? You got five. But, but like, you look at this year, he had five top fives in the first eight races. And then he's got none since. I mean, I would take Bush versus Bell just because Bush is the underdog. And the guy's won 60-some-odd races versus five. Like, he nearly I, won there last year. Like, I'm sorry. I'm taking – so right now, we are, we're taking Byron over Larson every podcast from now until Travis says we can't. Bush over Bell. We're avoiding Truex and Hamlin. Reddick and Blaney. Oh, boy. I'm avoiding that one because Reddick's going to – I don't – can Reddick finish a race? I like Blaney there. I think he's going to ride the momentum. I agree, that, too. I agree, too. Cents. And I'll tell you on the next one, Chastain and Harvick. I'm taking Harvick. Head to head, Chastain and Harvick this year. I guarantee it's in Harvick's corner, even as fast as Chastain is. Chastain is like an aura. He's so entertaining and he gets talked about so much and he's just dang fast. Don't get me wrong, that you think his finishes are very good, but they aren't. Yeah. Yeah, It's it's Chastain eight to six over Harvick. Really? I would have had it the opposite. Yeah. All right, Gibbs and Sindrick. Gibbs is a heavy favorite, as he should be. I'd almost bet that. Take the other side or take pay the juice? Oh, I, I would take Gibbs in that, I think. You'd pay that's the juice, okay? I don't seem like Sindrick has done anything this year. He, he really hasn't. hasn't. Keselowski and Busher, that's tough. Yeah. That, Plus money for Busher seems odd. Yeah, they're they're – Seven and seven this season. I take the plus money. Then they're five and five. I 
Oh, look at that next one, Amarola and Bubba. <laughs> oh, it's Bubba by a mile. Go down one more. Larson and Byron. Byron plus money. Hallelujah. There it is. We're getting somewhere now. If I just open the right sheet, we get a lot further along. Bush and Bell. I think that's a bush. All right. So let's do some real quick ones here. Um, taking Byron over Larson. Right? Yeah. Bush over Bell. You know, it's interesting. You see, you know, that there's a big swing in the odds on that Larson Byron. I know. Money to Bart uh, Byron with a what, plus 120, maybe? Minus 105. There's a definitely some opportunity there. You got to shop him. Job. I got a bet here, guys. I got a bet. I got a bet for you. There is a Ford versus Chevy bet. Chevy is supposedly a heavy favorite. Yeah. Now there's way more Chevys, but Fords are better on the short tracks. So looking at that winning manufacturer, Ford at plus 220, Chevy plus 120, you could get plus 150 to just beat Chevy. And you don't even have, yeah, you don't even have to win the race. Right. Yeah. I like that better because this could be a Toyota weekend. That's what I'm saying. That's pretty good. Ford Ford over Chevy, plus 150. Look over there in the top Chevy driver. You get Bush at five, 525. What do we think of Bowman after his return from his back injury? It's the same as before he had an injury. So and you have no thoughts. I, I don't think he's a bad driver. I think he's he's your your seventh to fifteenth guy. Well, so, well, how is Almendinger at 125 to 1 to be the best Chevy driver? Stenhouse at 80 to 1. Has Stenhouse yeah. been the best Chevy all year? Only when he won at Daytona. The thing is, you got Larson and Byron there. I don't think they're both going to run bad. No, you're probably right. Right. So that's, that's what makes those other guys like Stenhouse and Bowman and some of these guys. Now, I, would, I could go for Bush because he could beat them. Right. Agreed. I, I see what you're saying. I can but see for, Bush. For I can see Chastain. The top guys have to suck. But here's what I think. Can you believe like LaJoy's 13 to 1? Yeah. I think they're giving the car a lot of credit. I mean. Right. They're drinking a lot of Kool-Aid there. I think I that. I he does. Right? I, I hope he does too. But I just think, I'm sorry. Like, Chase is pretty damn good. And Question Josh Berry's pretty good too. And he he didn't do you know, knock anybody away in that equipment either. Right. And so if LaJoy wins, he would make the playoffs, correct? And Corey LaJoy is in the driver playoff and Hendrick Motorsports 9 team is in the owner playoff. So he goes back to his normal car and that car is in the playoffs? Well, I mean, we don't know what Mr. Hendrick would consider, but I would can't see anything on this side of the globe that would that would sit Chase Elliott for Corey LaJoy just because of the playoff implications. I think Chase Elliott would take the nine into the owner playoffs and Corey LaJoy would take the seven of Spire into the driver playoffs. And Chase Elliott could still make the playoffs. Caesar props. I thought about these when I watched Penske win. Remember we talked about that last week. If he wanted either place and hell, he wanted both of them. Here's, here's an interesting thing. We talked about Ford over Chevy at plus 150. Toyota, you get the same bet. Yeah. It seemed to me that Toyotas would be a better bet than Ford, if you know. Um, in fact, Toyota's just a they're about to pick them, Ford versus Toyota in the odds. But at this, I would think that that Toyota bet over yeah. Chevy would be a better bet than the Ford one. I you could you could sell me on that. Yeah. I mean, I think you get Truex, Hamlin, Bell in a long shot. Bubba Reddick. I mean, really, it's, it's just a numbers. It's a car entry numbers thing, I think, you know. But the problem is how many Chevys can really win? Chastain, maybe. Kyle, yes. The Hendrick cars, two of them for sure. Then look how far you got to go down. I mean. What other crazy stats do you have, Professor? You got anything crazy? 
What are you smiling about? You got something going on. The ch chopper trying to work the computer. <laughs> As you can imagine, it was a little humorous in here. <laughs> I don't love the train. Here's the problem. I mean, the top seven guys are going to be two Hendrick cars, two Gibbs cars, one Penske, Bush, Bush, one Penske, one Bush, and the seven. And you know, and the seventh guy is going to be an SHR car, probably Harvick. Chastain, yeah, yeah. I mean, you could basically pick your top. I mean, every week, I guarantee you could get seven of the top ten right. This year, for sure. But the problem you have is, is Larson's minus 500. So if you got him wrong, you know. Yeah. Fine. I mean, Lar the, the sports book must love Larson because at minus 500, the top 10, I would book it. I would be the book. I mean. Yeah. yeah. He is you all or nothing. Right. Exactly. How about trucks and Xfinity? You always seem to have some good trucks and Xfinity stuff. Yeah, I'm I'm on the the Corey Heim bandwagon this week. Really? What kind of odds can we get on him, Trav? He won at Gateway last year. He's really hot this year. I think it's, it's top ten the last five races with a win at Martinsville. Who's this new? Driver? You can get him uh, to win plus five hundred. Zane yes. Smith, Zane Smith, four fifty, is the uh, favorite. And then in in um, Portland, we're on the road course in Portland. I don't think there's a standout there. Not that Dinger's on full time. Cole Cole Custer, four hundred. Sheldon Creed, five fifty. Austin Hill, six hundred. Uh, Snyder, six hundred. Nemechek, nine hundred. Algaier, thousand. Snyder is going to be one to watch there. Why is that? He's in the 19. Was I think he was runner up there last year. What's the um, weather? Good on road courses. I think it's supposed to be dry there. Last year it was a wet weather race. Snyder ran good in the wet. That's why I asked. Yeah, but remember he was in that Jordan Anderson equipment last year. This is he's going to be in the best one of the best cars. What are the odds for Snyder? I think he's on six hundred to win. Man, books beat you to it, Professor. Yeah. All right, Chop. There's practice of qualifying. We're going to log in after. We're going to have Larson watch, Byron watch on speed. The professor loves Truex. We know Chop loves Hamlin. I really believe you have to look at Blaney staying hot. We didn't even talk Logano. What? I mean, he won there a year ago. Yeah. He's going to pop up. He seems that, you know, he goes quiet and he pops up for a great run. Then he goes quiet and he pops up. I feel like this could be a pop-up week. I think this week is going to be someone like Bush or Logano or... I do feel it's a non it's a non-standardish type guy. I don't think it's going to be the Larson Byron show or the Larson Byron Hamlin show. I just don't think it. Could be Bell. Somebody that's, you know, it seems to me that it's just time for one of those guys to pop in there. You mentioned well, Logano. He the last time he had back-to-back -to -back top 10s this year was Daytona and California, first two races of the year. That's amazing. He's had a lot of mechanical problems, hasn't he recently? Seems like just just no. been an off year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wait, remember it was an off year last year all the way to a championship. Yeah. I think what happens is some of these veterans know that you're just gonna make the playoffs and you just gotta be good in the playoffs, and you know. And it's 40 weeks of your life, and they, they can only stay so focused for so long. So I'm not saying they're not focused, but they just, you know, they try to maintain a little bit of realistic effort. Yeah, his numbers last year were, you know, basically almost a mirror this year, like to this point last year. So you just can't rule them out. That's All right, well, last, last week we had our Dirty Modo picks. What are we calling it, Trav? Is it Dirty Modo picks? I was thinking maybe, like, what's the bet? All right, I it's like that. that. All right, Dirty Mode Doe, it's that time of the show. We're going to do what's the bet. Everybody gets one unit. We're going to tally it up at the end of the end of the regular season to see uh, who has made the most with their single unit bet, theoretically. We're not really betting it. It's really easy to keep track so far. We're one week in, and we are 
minus a unit, minus a unit, minus a unit, minus a unit. We have four losers last week. Um, so we were going to go from the guy who was the farthest down to the guy that was the best up in order because once a bet is picked, it's covered. Who was the, who was the closest? We've heard it 10 times. Yeah. Who was the closest or, to winning? Well, who was the closest. Say, you could argue, though, that Steve was the closest, too. His bet was a lesser now, odd. Yeah, but his his was yeah. HMS to win. Oh, go ahead then, Mouth. Professor, we'll let you have the first pick because I know you're going to pick some random crap that nobody else is going to want. <laughs> I was going to pick Corey Heim to win, but I'm I'm going to go with um, with uh, Byron over Larson, head-to-head. Byron over Larson for the Professor. Got it. Chop, you're next up. What's those odds? Uh, he's going to get it at plus money because he's going to shop it around, and I see it at – call it even. Because I see one plus one even, it's dead even. Give him at minus 100. I'm going with my man Ricky Stenhouse Jr. with the hammer top 10. Did you just say no way? I heard a no way. A little side action? Yeah. I did get those balls. I Golf balls. Them. No, you brought them. I got them. Oh, okay. You yeah. mailed them or something. All right. This is pretty questionable, but I – go ahead, Trav. I'm going to go last. Uh, give me JGR uh, to win plus 300. I said plus 210. Where's that number coming from? That's interesting. <laughs> go down to. Uh, you just make up your odds? Oh, no. Bar- go to, go to Bar. So listen, don't question me on this Excel sheet, Chop. It's like the commissioner set the odds for the GGT. He just comes <laughs> up with his own odds that fits his f-ing bets. Yeah. Chop doesn't trust the the sheet. He's got Turex on there. Yeah. You know I me, mean? every week I put my picks out and I get a note from him or Tiff. Hey, you spelled this wrong. You spelled that wrong. Well, yeah. William, Turex, William, Toyota. William Brian isn't going to win, Chop. Well, I don't think Turex is going to be top Toyota either. <laughs> All right. With my single unit wager, I'm taking a Kevin Harvick top five. Wow. wow. That's a double wow. What's those odds? Plus 225. Wow. Man, yeah, that's, that, that's out of that's nowhere. Aggressive. <laughs> well, following you, we all lost last week, so I'm going on my own road. <laughs> yeah, well, you remember last week, it's so easy to just pick the winner. Just pick the winner. Just pick the winner. Well, I didn't want to, yeah. Well, <laughs> you didn't want to win? <laughs> now nobody picked the winner. Yeah. You know, I'll pick the winner this week. Oh, here we go. Kyle Busch. Win. All right. You heard it here first on Dirty Mode Doe. The chopper has spoken. Kyle Busch to win. Um, The professor and the chop were in the house. This one went off the rails quick because I let the prisoners run the prison. I'm on vacation, so I'm zooming in from across the pond. Oh, I got an eye roll from Chop. That matches the eye roll I got from the professor. It's gonna it's gonna get it, worse it, next week. I'm on week. vacation. What since last October? <laughs> I mean, seriously, dude. I was in Indy. Didn't you watch? I was in the snake pit rocking with those EDM kids. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You were in a snake pit. That's exactly what he's time. Steve, next week it's only gonna be worse because we're taping in the evening here, which means that beer fridge is gonna be open while we tape this podcast. Well, I'm yeah. gonna tell you right now, it's gonna be eleven PM when I am. So you better be in the beer if you're gonna keep know. up. There's- Oh, boy. All right, we're going to get this one off the rails. Looking for a bit of recovery. It was a Coca-Cola 600. Rained out on Sunday through Monday, and it rained on Chopper's Chopper's pet slip. It was watered down. The ink ran, and it was an 18-unit loser. Looking for a big bounce back this week as NASCAR heads west, but not to St. Louis, somewhere in Illinois. Professor is going to have to explain that one to us. Another episode of Dirty Mode Dough. May all your bets pay off. Check out Dirty Mode Media on Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram.